Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Beamer Distributors Blog Talk Show. This is your show. It's designed for all Beamer distributors across the country to provide you with the latest information, training, and current events. It's a live, interactive show where we value your participation. Just hit one on your phone and we'll open your line so you can ask questions and share information and testimonials. You'll hear from individuals who are experiencing amazing results in their business and with the use of their Beamer. But remember, this information of Beamer technology is not designed to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease or ailment. These testimonials have not been evaluated or reviewed by the FDA. This call is for education only and no medical or income claims are intended. This call is not put on by Beamer USA. It's just us, a group of independent Beamer distributors all helping one another. So grab a pen and paper, listen carefully, and get ready to learn and share. Stay tuned. The show is about to begin. Hello and welcome everyone to Beamer Blog Talk Radio. This is uh, Horse Thursday and I'm Rainy Hale, as you know. Um, I'm calling to you from a pretty chilly but bright blue sky <laughs> Pacific Northwest Portland area here. Um, it's a little chilly still this morning, but I think it's going to warm up and, and um, I get to get outside later this afternoon and do some do some outside stuff, which I'm really chomping at the bit to get out there and do. So super happy to be with you all today. Um, and before I say hello to Cindy this morning, I want to remind everyone to please grab a pen and paper. We almost always have, you know, a website, an event coming up, somewhere to find something. Um, so you want to be ready to write that down when we talk about it. And please press one on your phone if you have any questions, comments, testimonials. We'd really love to hear from you. As you all know, that's a big part of what our show is all about. Um, and so the sooner you press one, the sooner I know um, who wants to chat with us and the better chance I have to get to all of you. And all right, so I, before I say hello to Cindy and Alec, I do want to just remind everyone, any of your questions, comments, testimonials, we really do need to keep it to the, um, the horse unit with horses only um, So for, for this show. So with that said, um, good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Rainy, and uh, thanks for being the super positive, cheerful co-host. I look forward to starting my <laughs> Thursdays with your friendly voice, so I really appreciate that, and uh, happy to be here, and, and happy to, you know, be able to talk about something that a lot of people don't know about today, so I'm um, looking forward to Absolutely. that. Yeah, and, and we do have a wonderful guest that Cindy's brought on today, so I'm excited to, to hear from her. Did you want to go straight into that, Cindy, or do you want to talk about some just little little things first? Um, let me cover one little, well, it's not a little, it's a big thing. Um, a little, uh, yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the recommendations that uh, we've made before is to say, you know, uh, you may be aware that Phelps Media is the uh, marketing arm for the equine um, that we contract to do a lot of our um, newsletter content and uh, a lot of the Facebook equine promotions. And um, they represent and they're very integrally involved with our ambassadors. And so um, I like to be on their, it's Phelps Media Group, Phelps being spelled P-H-E-L-P-S, and to get on their newsletter. And uh, it popped up today for March, and you'll see it also in the equine newsletters in the BBO, but I I would like to get it first, right? And they did just (laughs) an amazing job with our ambassadors. 
thought kind of doing a recap of saying all some of the exciting highlights that are coming from, you know, they got Jessica Springsteen, Martin Fuchs in show jumping. They've got Victoria Colvin, and then uh, my my focus is Hope Gwynn um, as a hunter jumper, and then her daughter Avery in the equitation field because they were cleaning up in Florida over the last month and made some pretty big money. And then what's going on with Boyd Martin and Doug Payne in eventing. And Beatrice de Lavalette, who's the para, um, para dressage rider, is back competing. And Yvonne Losas de Munoz has been doing really well. And then uh, the McCutcheons on the reigning side. So they also mention um, the Colorado study, and there's a link for the highlights of the study and to be able to watch the webinar. So it's a really good newsletter. It's a great thing to go back and send out to your customers and your prospects. So I encourage you to watch for it. It'll come out from Beamer, but if you want to be on the more in the cutting edge, you uh, you know sign up to be on a direct distribution. Um, you'll get a lot of stuff out of Phelps. So that's one of my tips today for people. And <clears throat> And um, so we want to make the most of our time. I'm just I'm very grateful for our guest, who's a busy lady on many levels, to be able to carve out some time to talk about us because um, in going through the process of creating the material for this Equine Academy that we're working on, um, you know, it strikes me that there's a lot of things that people do with horses that the general population and even a lot of horse people aren't aware of. And one of those falls into, in my mind, the category of therapy horses. And so what what does that mean? You know, I think you might picture that maybe there's facilities that work with children that have some physical disabilities. That probably comes to mind first. But, but there's a lot of different uh, aspects. And so we're we're um, very privileged to have, you know, within our IBD group, um, there's a number of them who are involved with what I would call the generic category of therapy horses. And one of them is Lori Brander from down in Arizona. And she has a business. Um, one of many things that she does on her, her ranch is called Epona Experience. And I've had the pleasure of working with Lori before on doing some of the uh, product presentations for the business opportunities. So she was gracious enough to say um, that she'd spend some time with us this morning and help us learn about something we are that's not common knowledge. So good morning, Lori, and thanks for joining us. Can you kind of come on, say hi, and tell us about you know your own background and how that uh, segued into Beamer? Absolutely. Hi, Cindy. Hi, Rainey. It's nice to be with you guys this morning. I'm coming from Camp Verde, Arizona, which is just south of Sedona. So it's a beautiful, sunny day here. Um, yeah, I was introduced to Beamer in the spring of 2018 from actually someone who I really knew and trusted. Um, I had some health issues, and so did my boyfriend, but most especially the reason I made the phone call, and horse girls will all relate, is because my old horse judge was having some real issues with his hooves. Um, and the work that I do with horses is I consider it kind of energetic work. And I'd been spending a lot of time with frequency medicine. I use the HeartMath Institute studies in my work. And um, I've had an interest in the electromagnetic fields. 
and the Beamer just made sense to me. So uh, my mentor left it with me for three days, the horse set and the human set. And by the end of the 24 hours, the first 24 hours, I was just trying to get the money for both of them. So and that's just how incredible it was for me. The, the results were immediate on all the horses and for me. So I what jumped kind of in. What did you notice first? What well, did you because notice I worked 24? energetically, yeah, I mean, first of all, the horse's reaction is immediate. They're yawning, licking and chewing, stretching. So if anyone knows anything about how horses and they communicate, you you don't even have to say anything to the horse owner. You just put the beamer on the horse, and that's how I was. But myself, after the first eight minutes, felt an incredible sense of well-being. So it I, the physical things came later, but I didn't that wasn't the first thing that got me. It was just the, the whole energetic sense of well-being that it gave me and the horses. Cool. Yeah. So there's um, help us kind of understand when we kind of use a broad description of therapy horses, you kind of corrected me and said, you know, okay, well, there's this, there's, there's maybe three different general categories. Can you kind of talk about that a little bit first? Absolutely. And you know how you were talking about a few minutes ago, all of our wonderful um, athletes, our horses are spiritual athletes. And Cindy, you're the one that coined that term, the spiritual athletes. These horses work, I feel, just as hard energetically as horses that are, um, you know, working um in an athletic uh, situation like hunter jumping and reining. So the first type of riding horse is therapeutic, or the first type of therapy horse is a therapeutic riding horse. Think about these horses. They're helping people with physical ailments. So these people are in, they're unbalanced in the saddle. They're probably a lot of work to carry. And there's also an energetic exchange with any type of therapy. So to be able to bring the beamer to those kind of horses is just a really it's a beautiful gift. It keeps them healthy. The kind, the other type of therapy horses, and these are the horses that that I work with in equine assisted learning or equine assisted psychotherapy, are um, horses that help people with. Well, my course is, is basically a leadership course. It's a character education. We're working with youth right now, but we also work with um, addiction groups and um, corporate groups. But so the, the horses that work in this type of non, non-physical um, therapy are, are energetically, like they're sponges, they're magnets. They're taking on these people's energy. So I would never start any type of EAL activity without doing Beamer, and we always do it afterwards, too. So that's equine-assisted learning, EAL, okay? Correct, correct. There's all sorts of different equine-assisted modalities, that, you know, and, and different um, places to get trained. I, I was trained at Equine Connection Academy up in Canada. And incidentally, my academy, Equine Assisted Academy, now teaches a segment on Beamer, and they are a Beamer distributor, and people order Beamers through my academy. Yeah. yeah that's uh, It's been a it great makes- way to introduce it. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. So can you kind of describe kind of what you would do as you start, like you, you, uh, you've you got a youth program just finished or coming up or working on? 
how you kind of introduce people to the horses and, and you know, what your process is a little bit? Yeah, that's fun. Um, so we always have, well, I have a curriculum program generally. So people will show up for, a, like we have a, a youth group that's coming for a series of six weeks. So the first day we always have um, an, an orientation. And all throughout the program is how do the horses speak to us. The horses are considered the teachers in my program. So, you know, we, we teach the kids how to listen to the horse through their own body language. And another thing that we teach the kids is, um, you know, about the, the uh, electromagnetic field of the horse being the human heart energy field goes about 8 to 10 feet beyond our bodies. And with the horse, it's five times larger than that. So it's enormous in compared to humans, and they can feel all within that electromagnetic field. You know, that's why they're so sensitive. They, I tell the kids they can hear your heartbeat. But they also have the heart mass studies show that the horses have a coherent heart rhythm or their heart rate pattern. And, you know, horse people have known this for centuries. When we hang out with our horses, we feel better. Well, now there's science that shows that when you're around a horse, it brings people more to a sense of peace and wellness. So, you know, Beamer ties into that philosophy, so it's helping me get my horses to a parasympathetic state before those people ever set foot on the property. And then it helps them return to a state. Um, I notice when I Beamer, they don't need to roll, but after the, um, the program's end, they want to roll. They want to ground themselves. You know, the beamer uses the same frequencies as the earth. So it's kind of like a regrounding. I'm probably rambling. <laughs> no, no, but that's actually a good visual of, you know, the grounding part. I mean, so I'm going to assume, like, using this youth program as an example, that these are kids that are not familiar with horses, probably. Absolutely. Um, never, never. And, and what would be the characteristics of the, the young people that would bring them to this program? Are, I mean, are they struggling? Like you mentioned addiction for one, but are they struggling with other issues that then the horses help them work through? Absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, being in the horse, being around the horses just makes everyone feel good right there. I mean, I don't even have to do anything. And then the kids have... <laughs> Um, or adults, whatever we're working with, we have lead, we have an arena that has different obstacles with different cards that the teams work through, and the teams are the horses with with the people. And you have to use communication. Every week we have a different objective, um, but we start out slow, and then we add challenges every week. So this week, particularly our second week, we're just going to learn, you know, basic pressure and release in a, in, a, in a fun way with different obstacles because the horses and the, the kids have never even understood this concept of how to move a horse. Can you imagine how they feel when they've never been around an animal this size and the horse listens to them and moves them? It, you know, these kids have been unempowered throughout their life, and this program empowers them, and the horses empower them. And Beamer and, keeps my horses working. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I would never expect them to do it without it. So how do you, how do you identify, because you have different horses and you have, you know, 
friends and clients' horses, too, that you use sometimes. How do you identify what, what horse might be a, a good one to use in a program like this? What would you look for? Well, all horses in the program have to have basic ground manners and ground skills and, and be, you know, halter broke, quote, end quote. Um, but when, it, when we have a program where we have some return kids that were in, in the last semester, so these kids have learned skills. So me having a high-energy Arabian at this point, I'm going to bring a higher-energy horse in to escalate so those kids have to bring more skill. I mean, I never have a horse that's dangerous or that isn't halter broke, but we definitely have different energy levels in our horses, right? So mm-hmm. all horses are appropriate for the program depending on where the people are in the program. If someone's really, really fearful, we have minis. We start with the mini. mini? <laughs> oh. oh, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. So this is, do you have a sense that the horses enjoy this work? Some horses enjoy it incredibly. If a horse did not enjoy it, I would never ask them to do it. Right. Um, it's incredible. Those horses, they, they step up. They, you can tell they enjoy it. And you can tell, I, we go through pictures afterwards with the, with the students on slides, and you can t- the horses are all in. And when they're not all in, when the energy of the group is not right, the horses don't want to be in that group. But that's my opportunity as a facilitator to make that a teachable moment and bring that down to the group and ask them why. You know, why do you think your horse doesn't want to be with you right now? And then they'll always come up with the answer. Well, because we're arguing, well, yeah, horses are repelled from a negative energy. So if you all get on the same page, maybe your horse will come back into the group. And the horses just always do what's energy. <laughs> they, they're just, they just do. It's incredible. In, and this ties into a lot of what we talk about when people are less familiar or unfamiliar totally with horses and you know going to be around them for a demo or any kind of interaction that, you know, if you are nervous or fearful or, you know, just kind of insecure to keep your energy back away from the horse because as a, as a prey animal, the horse is going to pick up on, uh-oh, this person is, you know, nervous or scared, therefore I ought to be, there's something I need to look out for to be frightened of too. So Absolutely. Just, we teach that in the very first class, yeah. But then take it a step further. We teach people how you can, you know, focus your attention on the heart and slow down your breath and maybe try to get into sync with the horse's breath. You don't need to be very close to them when you do that. Breathe slowly mm-hmm. and deep, and then when you get into that rhythmic breathing, it's a lot harder to be scared. So, Yeah. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. I like that. That's a good tip yeah. for people. You can you use that. You can use that at demos even, Cindy. Yeah. Breathing exercise. I like that. So, yeah. Yeah. And, I think, you know, you've been involved in, you, you mentioned the word empowered, which I'm very fond of, but I think you've been involved with also programs that focused on on, um, on women, helping women be, um, you know, make a change in their lives. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, we actually have weekend workshops at Epona that are called um, 
um, why can't I remember? I'm having a total mind blank right now. <laughs> Authentic <laughs> You workshops. And they're, um, they're, you know, women take on everything in life. We're the ultimate caretakers, fearless uh, warriors. And look what we've been through the, the past couple of years, right? Holding our really? families together during the unprecedented times. So a lot of women need to reground themselves and, and feel empowered. And you know what? It's always within the people themselves. The horses bring it out. And that's just a magic that the horses offer. And, and we just facilitate a, you know, a program of companionship and we have exercises for the women and it's all about growth and empowerment. Going back out to your lives and being the fearless warriors that we need to be just to just to be moms and wives and workers and and get vibes in these days, you know. Yeah, that's. I mean, that is just, that's really really a powerful message. Um, what What are some of the things that you hear back from people that uh, participate in your programs? Oh wow, there's always there's always growth from everybody. You know, um, it's funny because a lot of times the growth will happen in the arena then, and you're not really aware what's going on. Women will share 14 year old kids. Not so much. We give them a little journal. We might get a (laughs) sentence out of them, but when you come back and sit around a, a fire or a couch with women and, and you hear what the horses, you know, it's all sorts of amazing things that the horses bring to them that, that it's, it's, it looks surface to you about what's going on and energetically between that person and, and the horses may heal a wound that's been within them for 20 years. You know, um, one girl in particular, there was a, an exercise where the team had to halter the horse. Well, they don't know anything about horses and we don't tell them it's about learning. So they just, it, it was change out the halter. Well, they just dropped the halter and the horse walked off. And, they, you know, they just looked at each other, and every time this girl would approach the, the horse, he would walk away. And then, you know, I intervened as a facilitator and asked her what she could do to, to maybe change the energy, and she did. And that horse turned around and faced her with two eyes, and she walked up to him and put the halter on. And I, don't, I didn't do that. They did that. And whatever happened between them I don't really know. It was just that magic. But that was that was like a communication between them that all I did was facilitate it going to that point. It's not about me. It's about them and the horse. It's really cool work. You know, and, and that just makes me think about, you know, people I know and have met, or, or, you know, over my lifetime when they talk about saying, yeah, I, you know, uh, going to the barn is, is, you know, my me time, and, you know, I have to leave all of my, you know, anxiety and stress and worries, I've got to leave it at the door, um, because I don't want to bring it with me, and I don't want to dump that on my horse, and, you know, um, then then that interaction, as you, you know, you talked about energetically, is something that's very healing for us as you know, friends and owners and riders that, that you know, are, that's why I love having my horses at home. You know, I'm really lucky that I don't have to, you know, go to, a, um, you know, a boarding facility for it. But, you know, um, 
um, if I need a fix, I can go outside, you know. And, and I feel um, the same way. I don't know if I could do my job without it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. So, so do you use um, you use the Beamer before and after a, a a day when you've got workshops going? I do. I really do. I mean, they deserve it. Um, before, I think it puts them into a state like, and I even say this to riders. I I think the fur the 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 Beamer before the event or before the EAL session is really for the human more than the horse. I mean, it, it warms up your horse. It puts the horse in the parasympathetic state. Um, the one after the session is for the horse. That's where you're going to get your recovery and your release, and that's where the horses are going to be licking and chewing and just taking all that and yawning and taking all that garbage that they took on for those people and made those people feel wonderful, but then they've got to discharge it back and, you know, transmute it back into the earth or wherever they transmute it to. They're magical and so souls. You and, and both, we, both the blanket and the cup? It depends on the horse. You know, I I, I use those cups for lots of different things. Um, I have uh, multiple <coughs> horses, so a lot of times the cup will be on two necks and the blanket will be on a different horse. And then I just rotate things around, but everybody's getting in the Beamer vibe at the same time because... Um, it's kind of like how I do it, multiple horses at a time. Lower, do you use the lower programs? Or, um, again, I know it's going to depend on the horse. but Yeah, absolutely. Generally, again, I'm, I'm lower, um, but if a horse is higher and I want, you know what, I, my higher horses do better on the lower programs, period, no matter what they're doing. So, yeah, I'm going to say it's generally the low and maybe the medium setting afterwards sometimes the low depending on the horse. Um, yeah, just keep it low and slow. And I go out and about three or four hours before a session and everybody gets beamered and we start setting things up and they, they get into that mindset that that's what they're going to be doing that day. It's serious business. <laughs> okay. How about do you offer beamer sessions for the people involved so that they can experience that? You know, we do for the adult workshops, absolutely. I'm, I have not, of course, incorporated that to anything with respect to the school because I just, it's a school contract and we'll just stick to EAL yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it, it, it's a, well, you need parent permission and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah, which we already have. And, and you know how parent permission slips are for horses anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Horse activities. Our insurance yeah. companies make us put some frightening language in there, and and you know I tell people we're not doing bronc riding here. It's, <laughs> it's a little bit, yeah. it's a little yeah, bit more really. key. <laughs> what thinking back over the different kinds of workshops and and interactions that you have either offered or uh, participated in yourself? What's one of your favorite stories of what you noticed about that horse-human interaction? You know, I think I'm, I'm going to make a more general. My favorite thing is, is these um, these youth that the first day they tumbled out of the bus, you know, I was like, whoa. Even I was maybe a little bit intimidated 
the second time they tumbled out of the bus, they were even dressed differently. They were smiling. By the end of the six-week period, we, we had kids that just couldn't wait to get here. And we're becoming different. I don't know what they're going on, what's going on in their lives outside of EAL, and we don't ask because, like horses, don't make any judgments. We don't make any judgments. You arrive here as you are, and we live in the world of the horse. And just you, you see these boys hugging the horses, you know, um, just connecting with them on a heart level, and it's just and and, and every kid. Not just one or two. Every kid gets some kind of a profound, I don't know if it's emotional, energetic. I'm, and we also are teaching them leadership skills. So that's the most profound thing for me is these youth, these youth groups okay. and you're seeing the growth. Yeah. What, yeah. what are the ages that you typically about? work with? Sorry, I was, just, sorry, I was just trying to get a picture of the... Yeah, I was just trying to get a picture of, like, what are the typical age groups that you work with for the youth? Right now we are working with 7th um, and 8th graders. And you know that's hard a hard time for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a hard time for, for kids that aren't, you know, in the, the mm-hmm. at-risk category. So um, the school was so excited. And they this principal worked for probably two or three years to get, to get this funded with a grant. And I know she highlighted it in one of the school board meetings after we finished as just being, you know, really valuable to this, this set of kids. And some of the kids came back. They were, they had such profound results that they, they sent several of them back into the program this next semester. Is there something magic about not magic, I take that back. But what made you decide to have it be a six-week program? Um, you know, we we can go up to 12 weeks. Uh, just six weeks seems to be a good length of time with that group. It's trial and error. And it depends on how long the school has to do it. But I can do up to 12 weeks at a time in, in a given program. But it's hard to get people, you know, focusing on anything for 12 weeks at a time. We've just found six. <laughs> six works better for everybody. And you know what? To be absolutely truthful, I, I, this sounds like it might be a little airy-fairy. I know it does, but it's hard work for my horses. It's really hard work. And I want them to have breaks. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, And that's something I think most people don't understand at all. That's why I really wanted you to come talk about it. I've been hogging this time, but Rainy, do you have some things that you uh, uh, are And I'll be quiet. No, I'm just, I'm, I, I love this. And I, and sign me up. I, I want to go on that retreat, even though I know horses. <laughs> um, I have friends, you know, around the country and things that, you know, don't, don't know horses. And I think it would be a really cool thing to get a whole group of, you know, women together and, um, you know, bond over this kind of a really cool, empowering experience. Anyway, I had to go on my own little tangent Ooh. there because I was like, this is what we can do. Now, let's, I, talk <laughs> after, let's talk after yeah. the show. We'll set something up. I'm really yeah, close yeah. to Sedona. And that's a really okay. good thing because uh, people can incorporate even an afternoon here into a trip to Sedona. So it's you know, a good place yeah. to be, let me tell you. 
particularly when you've had weeks and weeks of rain and gray stuff in in uh, Portland, um, <laughs> yeah. this opportunity could be even more attractive <laughs> for multiple reasons. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but I just I love I love both aspects. I love the idea of you know working with people and helping them. You know, we we all most of us on this call especially know about the power of horses and what they can do for us. Um, but not you know certainly not everybody does. There's many many people that don't know about that. So bringing that to more people um, is just incredible. And then um, and then the way you use Beamer in there, I love I love the the images the imagery that you did. You know, as, as far as rolling and really grounding them after because. Yeah, it's a physical and an emotional toll on them because they're they're taking that from us. So <laughs> we need to give them a, a tool to help them get rid of it afterwards. So I yeah. love that. I mean, and even last year or last week, my um, my Arabian that morning. I mean, she wasn't she wasn't in a mindset to do it. She told me, and I called a friend <laughs> to bring a horse <laughs> because mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm listening to them. I'm listening to her. It's the most important thing, and it's the safest thing. Yeah, safety, yeah. Is this, Lori, is, you know, in your expert opinion, um, we've said this before in terms of, like, rehab and sanctuaries for horses, that it's a good way for people that are less familiar to be able to go and donate time, even if you're, you know, cleaning, mucking out stalls, Um, but a good way to kind of learn to be around horses. Of course, everybody has to pay their dues, right? Um, Absolutely. Is that something in in a program like yours or others where do you see a place for volunteers that could be, you know, would be a learning experience for them as well as help for you? And and I'm thinking about this in the bigger context of people that would be maybe listening to this live or, or the recording to say, you know, could you go and donate your time you know, um, once a week or something like, like that. Maybe Beamer, word. Beamer distributors or something that wanted to learn more about horses. I would absolutely welcome that. Um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, because I think it's important if you're um, if you're going to be dealing with the horse set to spend time with horses to understand horses and um, because you know what it you have a lot more clout as a Beamer distributor with horse owners if you put in the time. You really do. We're a tough set. That's true. <laughs> well, well, we recognize, we recognize um, somebody who's trying to bluff their way through pretty quickly, if that were at all. Uh, <laughs> we may not be as good as our horses at doing that, but we're we're a little <laughs> we're a little bit better than the average soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. Is there something, because, um, and Rainy, I don't know if we have anybody who has, if we have callers who have questions, because we'd love to take we those had, if you're on. Yeah, we, we we did have somebody that was on, and then they jumped off, so I'm not sure um, if they're still on. Please press one, and we'll we'll ask, we'll answer your question, but otherwise, no. Okay. Okay, well, we certainly can put it out there to say if you're on the call and you want to ask time. Um, what? What other things can, um, what other observations or things can you share, Lori, or things that I should ask and didn't, you know? Well, you know, I will tell everybody, you know, that may be visiting the Sedona area to go to EponaExperience.com. I've just launched the Family Herd series, 
And um, we can do this as a weekly program for locals, but we can also do an afternoon program for visitors. And what a great way to, you know, spend some family time um, learning about communication and uh, enriching your family bonds and, you know, maybe not just going out and getting all in a row on a trail ride. It's a different way to be with the horses. So if you're in the area, come out and see us. It's your family out here. Think about also the, the amount of blended families, moms and dads that are dating, and they both have sets of children. I mean, what a good way to bring out that group and get them bonded. So that's a cool idea. I'm still, I'm still kind of uh, uh, working on that women's retreat. I think that would be kind oh, of cool. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's funny because uh, in addition to doing just the weekend, I've, uh, I I know other people, and well, we could just do a whole Beamer and EAL thing, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, Beamers and horses and combine it. We have somebody that just popped on and had a question for us. All right. So we've got area code Great. 305. Area code 305, you're live on Blog Talk. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Hello, hi. I'm Lauren Gould. I'm in the Fort Lauderdale area, and I think this is marvelous. Um, I've been writing since I was pretty little, although I haven't recently. But I hear you talking about the kids and women. What are you doing for the guys? <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should ask. I mean, just <laughs> it's not that I haven't or that we don't work with a lot of guys in the family groups we do, but it's just been, that's just how it's worked out for me. And it's not, not been anything on purpose. Um, my Equine Connection Academy just launched like a specific program just for men. So I just haven't plugged into it yet. We're working on it. And it okay. is important. Let's men see. don't communicate. And they hold a lot of stuff in, and horses can really help them. Well, I live in an equine community, so there are lots of guys with horses. So, um, okay. But I think what you're doing is fabulous. I really do. So, kudos. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. It would be interesting that you know that um, to see how many men would reach out for this. Um, or does this seem like it's more of a, you know, feminine intuition or something like that? I don't know. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, so far that's kind of been my experience, that it has been more men reaching out on behalf of themselves and their kids. You know, men kind of have to be um, encouraged <laughs> for something like this. It's not <laughs> that they don't love it and benefit from it when they get here, but um, generally, they're not the ones, you know, chomping at the bit to go out and um, communicate with horses. <laughs> well, I yeah, yeah that's kind I of what appreciate. I was. That was kind of what I was thinking uh, would be the the you know they wouldn't really seek it out, but once they were there, of course they would you know they would all benefit from it. But it wouldn't be like you know us thinking of like oh I, curls weekend we can do this I bonding and touring thing. I, <laughs> but. I yeah. did a, I did a, um, when the school was thinking about coming out, I went to the principal and I put a slideshow on at the school and then I said, why don't you bring out educators? So the principal brought mm-hmm. out the, um, 
the superintendent of the school board and, a, you know, a bunch of other educators. I think there was eight of them, and one of them was a team roper. And I'm not going to lie, I was completely intimidated. I'm like, he's going to think my program is completely airy-fairy. You know, this guy's a roper. And the incredible thing is he learned how to be quiet with the horse and communicate with the horse for the first time in his life. He's been around one, you know, every day for 20 years. Didn't, just had never thought about it that way. So I'm no longer intimidated by anybody. That's cool. (laughs) And it really is. It's all about opening yourself up and looking at something with a different perspective and looking with your heart, not just your eyes and your mind. Um, And that whole mind-body connection is something that, you know, it's not part of our, that's a generalization, but it's not part of many people's everyday existence, you know, because it kind of takes it into a different realm. And so I love the, the idea to put yourself in a different environment and expose to different things and, and to let yourself participate and receive that information, that energy. I think that's just, that's a huge aha breakthrough moment in people's lives. Well, it really is. It really is. And, uh, you know, it, it, I thank goodness for the HeartMath Institute because it's not woo-woo anymore. I mean, they are doing science and the studies and the articles about the studies are on my website. Um, it's not woo-woo. It's, this is real stuff. This, this energy is real stuff. And the beamer is energy. Life is energy. We're all energy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, Lori, this has been really fascinating. It's kind of a different, it's a, you know, um, a different tactic than often what we talk about on this, um, you know, session, but their segment, but I, I appreciate you kind of exposing us to some different aspects and ways that, that Beamer can be very helpful and attractive to people that are involved in programs like yours. And, um, there, you know, that it's a natural, we call it an adjunctive therapy or modality, and that it absolutely is. Um, and, um, you know, I'm excited about what you do, but thank you for taking the time to share with us. And um, I think we've used up all our time, Rainy, but um, <laughs> so I... Yeah. Yes, Thanks we have. We've used up all of our time. It's but... been a total blast. I've had such, such a good time. And, and I'm so excited to have had you on. I appreciate all the the work that you do and that you took the time out of that to, to come in here and share with us. And <clears throat> it's given me a whole new kind of something fun to think about. And I really do want to um, connect with you and see if we can um, get something together because I, I really, um, I think it's good for everybody. And I, and I would That's love amazing. to, to be part of it. That's amazing. And it makes me feel really good when a, a horse person gets to learn something new, you know? Um, Absolutely. I, a different thing about the horses, you know, or a different way to relate to them. It's it's exciting. Yeah, it absolutely is. So yeah, you can be a catalyst. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All well, right. Thank well, you thank you. Yes, and thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, it's given me thank something so fun to think much. about and try to figure out how to fill in. And <laughs> um, we'll would love to have you back again. Well, um, it would I'd be love it would be to great. 
Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks for being on, and, and thank you, thank Cindy, you. For, for sharing this day with me. And and thank you all for the for all of you who listened and called in. We appreciate that. Um, be sure to tune into All the Other Days um, blog talk. They're doing some great things on All the Other Days, but we will meet you here back meet you back here next Thursday. All right. Thanks, everyone, and hope you have such a great week. Bye, ladies. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Rainy. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Today's show was brought to you by an independent group of Beamer distributors who are committed to helping you find success in your business. We're all part of a bigger mission to bring this amazing technology to a market that so desperately needs it. We'll be back again really soon. Until then, here's to your health. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.